Hello and welcome to what is at this current moment in time, untitled. Um, it's, a, it's a work in progress. It's, it is, it is. My name is Graham and with me is the always the beautiful, always beautiful, always mysterious uh, Mr. Joshua Abdallah Lynch. Hello, hello. I went surname as well, just so everyone. Uh, uh, I went middle name as well, just so middle everyone name. Gets a middle name. I. So I've, I've I've been doxxed already. One episode in, and everyone knows. So, did, you, did you like the theme song as well? <laughs> it was lovely. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's a bit of a, it's a bit out there, you know. I, I, I don't, I think, just, we're, I don't I was, think we're really known for heavy hitting. Yeah, <laughs> I, was metal, a, but, I was in a metallic mood that day. I just decided to just just go for it. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it, you know. It's contrast, you know. Oh, we've got go. we've got this really heavy hitting metal riff coming in to introduce <laughs> one, and then there's two little whingy bitches coming in afterwards. <laughs> you know, it's a really adds to the experience. At, at this current moment in time, would like it is untitled. It won't be untitled when it's released, but just imagine Fingers now crossed. we've said the title and everyone's happy with it, and everyone is raring to go. But I, we're going to we're going to do this. Well, if people listen, because obviously, I imagine at first it's going to just be if I can teach my mom how to like download the podcast app and shit. It'll probably be my mom and one. Um, yeah, so, so that's your mom because I might, God I might knows my God work it. I might listen to it, see what it's like. Um, <laughs> and I saw a potential audience of two. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm all good. I so yeah. I think I think uh, so. The idea behind the podcast is we kind of want to you know showcase bands not just on like on our roster in our circle uh, on a wider scope. You know, get to know what they're doing, what they've got coming up. Um, you know, get 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 to know the inner workings of uh, different local bands and stuff. And just obviously chat and shit. Too. Right, yeah. I mean, Aye. I mean, we practically got PhDs in that, so uh, well, exactly. I think it goes without saying. I've spent twenty six years of my life chatting absolute fucking bollocks, so it's co- it's coming into good use now. <laughs> Finally, paying. <laughs> I fucking took a while to get there, but uh, <laughs> but I've so first people we have on is worthless from Glasgow, Scotland, because we've known them. Fucking years now. Yeah, and we've got a lot of background on them. Uh, and talking uh, to them felt the most daunting, the least daunting, sorry, out of all the possible choices at the minute because we know for a fine fact that we can just chat, like we're saying, absolute yeah, chat yeah. with them and it would make for yeah, a good I think it's a good, uh, it's a good opportunity to like dip with feet in the waters, you know, to uh, test the whole it's thing out. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully it doesn't sound too uh, scripted, you know. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> what? pretty well. What is new though in the world of Josh Lynch? Are, who, are you listening to any new music at the minute, Josh? Have you found oh, anything? God, that nothing. Tickles nothing pickle? good. Absolute trash, mate. Absolute trash. Uh, <laughs> as you may well know, and this is a shameless plug right here, I tried to start my own uh, TLED Spotify playlist. So far, <laughs> I've got one follower, and it's my roommate. <laughs> but, um, I have, but the thing is, I, like I said, I'm gonna keep up with it. I'm gonna keep updating it with uh, like mainly pop, mainly pop punk, punk rock music that I'm listening to. So far, it's been good. I have kept it updated, uh, which is pointless because the only people who <laughs> listen to it is myself. 
I don't even think my roommates listen to it because he's just following his moral support. But uh, <laughs> I don't know, I created a picture for it and everything. I thought it was funny. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just. But when um, I'm doing God. the walk with Spotify one, and that I find it hard to keep the like, pop punk bands in because I, d- I don't listen to anything like that anymore. See, that was that was my issue. But I feel like I've been kind of putting myself out there. Like I don't like because whenever I hang around with people, you know, music's a big discussion point, and I've never really got much to talk about because I always fall behind on what's new on new music. But I feel like I've been getting a bit better with it, wanting to keep up with this playlist. So I've been listening to a lot more stuff and a lot of bands that I wouldn't usually listen to. So, um, like, I used to listen to them a lot, and then they bring out a lot of new music since. And I never really listened to it, but I've been listening to a lot of Hot Mulligan. Uh, oh, I fucking love Hot Mulligan. That. Unreal, unreal. Absolutely. But there's loads of bands, um, and I mean, <laughs> yeah, shamelessly as well, my, um, yeah, this playlist does um, contain a lot of, you know, all Walkworth bands, you know, just to... <laughs> try and push that boat out to um, you just, know, just so obviously, so your roommate can start getting into them. Well, exactly, exactly. But yeah. um, you know, if if anyone's interested, you know, I I, I could <laughs> I'll, pers- I'll personally tailor every, every band on here to myself. Go on, give the full Spotify link. Linkify on Spotify. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> exactly. Wait, wait, wait till you see the picture. I've seen then, it. I've I, yeah. I've seen it. And and you don't even follow it, so oh, wait, I, I know I I will now. Just I, no. I thought I did follow it to be honest, but I will. Bigger bigger shame to you. I've just been listening to what's his Josh here. He's got our what's his song called? Mood swings. And Jake Hill. Jake Hill is just put out for that time. They're sick. Um, I go and listen to them. But we I feel like we've chatted too much shit now. So he has the interview. Yeah, well, not interview. He has it us try to interview here's my chat with worthless oi oi how's it going hey, hey. Right. so this is the lovely boys from scotland in worthless and that, me and lynch now must have known you for about four years it must be coming up to about four years or something now too fucking long four long years <laughs> but for anyone who's just discovering you, give her a bit of background on who you are, how you started the band. Ah, uh, now you're talking. Like... All right, go, I want, I want <laughs> individual, individual. Uh, well, I used to be a figure skater professionally, and then I, had, <laughs> I broke both my ankles in a horrific sledding accident. How did you so, come back from that? <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, well, I just decided I'd be in a band. Well, there you go. At least you've had something to fall back on. So we could have like goals. Because obviously, like with us, like, we've still not met Connor because of Corona. Yeah. So, I, so I'm. I want Connor to take this opportunity to give the world and all three people who are probably going to listen to this a big hello. So, Connor, mate, knock yourself out. Go for it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> you sound exactly like John. Let's see, is it just John dancing, like saying no, the same? Me. <laughs> that was Connor saying alright. That's in the He's a man in many words. I've played many times. How did you all meet in the first place? Because I know obviously before Worthless, there was Miami Monroe. 
Well, I've got a funny story about that. Go on then. Have a good time, right? So, me and Johnny used to be in a previous oh, band. God, man. Uh, well, back in the day, uh, we were called No More Tomorrow. And Johnny ruthlessly kicked me out. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> Whilst I was on holiday through a text. That is, that is a so, I get well annoyed him and texted my good pal Stuart and asked him to start a band. And then we wrote songs, we had good times, and then... And then he started crying. And no, then said, Johnny, I want you back. We realised then we were a good drummer, I like Johnny. We needed Johnny back, so I emailed him. Through the brave, braveness of my own heart, you emailed him. I did not realise that Jonathan had kicked you out of the previous band. Like, that is absolutely brutal. There's like a whole backstory, Graham. Like, I was the guy that broke Jamie's two ankles in that sledging accident as well. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, apparently, the I thought I knew- in this band. I thought we were bad. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I thought I knew he was quite well, but it's just like I'm peeling back the cover here. It's like an episode of Coronation Street now. CTB here, man. We all did just kind of come together. Like, I knew Jordan for growing up with him, and Jordan obviously knew Johnny, I knew Jamie, and then we all just were like, here, why to be in a band? Let's do it. And that's exactly what happened, and it's been lovely. And then we were like, here, Connor. Do you want to come and be in a band as well? And Connor was like, aye, man. <laughs> Plus, we're all far too polite, so we're all, everybody's too scared to quit. So, but the minute one person quits, it's <laughs> game over. Aye, we're all, we're all far too polite. Uh, oh, do you, want, do, you want to drive, do you want to drive all the way down to, to Leeds for nine hours and, and play a gig and drive up the road? Aye. <laughs> as, we, as we all look as we all like eyes staring at each other we want to be the sweat running down like who's going to break first I, I, I can't, I can't do that <laughs> tell you what just just referencing Leeds there I just got fucking horrible flashbacks to the last show that we played there in Leeds oh, yeah that was that was the best show we've played in Leeds and that's not even an exaggeration <laughs> that was sweaty Oh, that was, good, it, it was quite. I'll make a t-shirt now that I played that show. Me. It was also like thirty degrees that day. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just remember the fucking the like the well. It was a practice. It's a practice place, isn't it? Where we played. But I just remember the locking the doors and everything before we left. So. Oh my god! Remember that? Oh, uh, I mean, stuck out for stuck outside for like hours and we couldn't get the game. Oh shit! I so we couldn't. Everyone was fucking buzzing to get back home and have a fucking take away or something. I think it was only one car that was stuck inside as well. The other car could have just left and we were definitely... I think it was just... Was it not just yours, Graham? No, I was... Mine was definitely... I was stuck inside as well. I was definitely stuck there. I was definitely considering leaving. I'm sure my car was... Was I even driving? If I didn't... No, you weren't driving. It was me. Is this a pure horrible repressed memory? (laughs) Do you know what, but that was probably the most fun I've had on tour was those four wee days, man. I had a great time. It was fucking good, like, on it. It was good, like... that. Was the fo- the in the cars? <laughs> the night out as well, afterwards as well, that was... Oh, uh, no. That was Newcastle. Was that... that was, no, that was, um, that was Newcastle. Yeah. Aye, that's what I thought you were talking. 
I was the the after the last show all went to rise, and I just remember everyone's yeah. reactions at the uh, the smoking area having a DJ. Oh, my oh God. that's right. I don't even smoke, and I was loving it. <laughs> nice, same. Nice, same. <laughs> oh, I smoked corners just now, and it was heaven. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, I couldn't sleep the other night, and for some reason, I started watching the old Better Days Tour video, and I completely forgot about this. But uh, the part in uh, York when Jamie <laughs> managed to dislocate his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing ever about that is like after the song, and you're like, "Are you all right, mate?" And Jamie's like, "No, I've dislocated my fucking arm. <laughs> I'm not even kidding on." <laughs> Actually, I said I actually said shoulder. So if you're going to take a piss, I get it right. So. <laughs> Honestly, I, that had completely been wiped from my memory, and then I watched it, and I was like, <laughs> the, the honesty, it is just the part they we were getting lifted. Everyone was throwing you up in the fucking air or something, weren't they? Oh uh, no, it was some geezer. I can't mind his name. Lovely guy, uh, ripped by him in the socket. <laughs> See, when you actually lay it out, but I've had a fucking terrible time on every tour. When you actually, <laughs> when you actually lay out all the sequences of events that have ever happened on what, what, what's that? I got a motor trapped in. Oh, what was that? I got well too mad with it and spewed up bile. Oh, what's that? I disappeared. <laughs> what, 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 what happened that time? Oh, I just got, I got jumped and my heat got fucking smashed in. <laughs> and and what, what did you get at the end of the weekend? Oh, I'm 300 quid in my overdraft. And... <laughs> <laughs> but, here, but here we sell a t shirt, so. We've probably played more shows with you than I think we'll have any other band. Uh, that's kind of nice, though. I like that. I, but, like, I know. <laughs> do you have any more horror stories just obviously since we're on the theme of them have you got any more horror stories from any tours that you've been part of that we haven't been there for uh, I can't think really uh, what's happened uh, <laughs> so I mean, basically we're very 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 first tour we were ever going to go on man it was meant to be what was it? It was meant to be like Newcastle in Northern Ireland or something like that. Aye, and um, Aberdeen and all the bands were like, right, guys, let's all book our shows. This will be amazing, and then we'll just do like a rotating headliner each night. It's going to be smashing. So we were like, yes, we are right on board with this. So we booked our Glasgow show in an old rehearsal space, man. It was a class wee venue. Um, and it was like bring your own booze and we were like yes this is going to be class you like I think we were fairly new into a band at the time as well so we were like right we'll get all the pals to come we'll have a right good time it'll be class and then as the weeks went on and on and on like two days before it they were like oh by the way the tour's not happening and we were like what so everybody just cancelled like two days before this was meant to happen we'd all booked our time off work and you know what we still played the Glasgow show and we got a couple other bands in and I remember it being dynamite I remember it being absolutely brilliant. At, if you were going over to Northern Ireland, that would have been a fucking expensive trip. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I, know. I, think, I think we'd costed it all. I mean, I think it was a sort of blessing in disguise that we didn't go because, uh, obviously, because obviously I am the voice of reason and <laughs> everybody else is just a fucking like dog with two dicks. And somebody <laughs> said... 
And somebody said, Mon will go into Ireland and, I, and, and we'll go in Jamie's Corsa, five years. And we'll, we'll go in Jamie's Corsa and, and we'll take all the guitars and we'll take all the amps and, and it'll be fine. But, and I was like, right, are you sure my Micra can handle? Did I say Corsa? I meant Micra. Uh, it was our Micra. Did the right picture? Right, and I was like, well, are you sure we can make it to Northern Ireland five years with six guitars and two amps and a Micra? And everybody went, aye. So I was like, right, right, right we'll, we'll go date then and we'll wait and see where the cards fall and then it got cancelled. So thank fuck for that. Otherwise, we wouldn't be a band because that would probably have broken us. <laughs> you know what it is as well? I, again, when I was watching that two-hour video, I com- that one of our fucking horror stories, I completely forgot when we tried to sneak, I think like eight people into a three uh, travel oh, don't you have to come sleep over with us? It was, what, <laughs> it was you, Lynch, wasn't it? It was a you... Yeah, uh, me, Sam, uh, and Lewis. Yeah, so it was, man, I. And I feel like I missed out that night, because when, when that happened, we all just went to Kip, but then... He was our we, had, we, had a on, we, we had a follow-on Huss as well. That was real bizarre. And that, was, that, was, that was like a nice, uh, a nice like Airbnb you had that day. Like. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember it being proper decent. I remember it being like super cheap as well. Ah, it was like ten pound each. because uh, then we, we booked. Aye, but we booked the whole, the the hostel in York after that as well, and it was like a tenner each, and it was also class. Yeah. So it's we must be doing it wrong, trying to sneak eight people into a three bedroom room. Oh, big time! <laughs> it's all about the hustle, man. It is. You, you need to make sure them uh, <laughs> the money stretches out a couple of days. That's because no. we're absolutely bougie bitches and we need to have beds. <laughs> we, just need to, we just need to have at least one bed between two. I mean, obviously at the minute as well, there's not really been much of this touring and crack because with this fucking lockdown and shit. And I know we had like, obviously it must be coming up to about a year now as well for you uh, being on the walk with Roster. Yes. Yeah, uh, probably is, eh? I sure think it's that... actually been over a month. That a month? I mean a year. <laughs> Cause I, no, because I'm sure I was, because that two out, that them was in August, wasn't it? So I think it was like September, October, something that you that you came and joined Walk With, but obviously like we had stuff planned for moving forward, 2020, like we had the shows were there, was it do trips as well? In class trip, uh, time. Yeah. And we had a couple of like, pla- we had all this big planning, just went to obviously shit because of Corona, but with you, the position that you were in going into this whole lockdown stuff was it was better than quite a few other bands to be honest because you've been sat on these singles for absolute ages so at least you could like get something out there but like how have you adapted to the whole lockdown crack like being a band we all spoke to each other in three months (laughs) 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 have you still been writing in your spare time and stuff or has it literally just been a case of like no motivation whatsoever and the first two months were quite hard, but me and Connell just started writing like two weeks yeah. ago, so just chatting about ideas. The light bulb's starting to light back up. But I think it's I think it's been quite a nice break for Aye. sub for as well because I've hated like, it. Doesn't know no, I mean, like in general, like because if we'd still like, I mean, the world has had has been forced to slow down. Oh, five I'm minutes, that, yeah, and and. Like I think if we'd been battering through, you probably would have ended up fatigued or a sellout. But I think but, now, 
with the restrictions lifting and us all getting back together, it would probably everybody has had a nice wee like nice wee break. You've always got to look yeah. at the right. It probably it's a nice little outlook on it. Yeah. I mean, because I've like I, I can't even remember what a fucking uh, drum is. That's why I play in it. Drum, the drum. <laughs> and but that'll be fun. The first rehearsal, try to remember everything. How's it been for you? Like just as individuals, have you found any new shows or new bands around? I've, I've honestly, I don't think I've watched so much fucking Netflix in my life. I'm bored shitless now. I've been watching Eggman and stuff. Have you ever watched that? No. no. Is that the tattoo one? Ah, it's like X Factor for tattoos. It's fucking well good. I've seen it. <laughs> it's really good. I just to be fair, I've actually not been watching anything on Netflix at all. Like. What? Oh, I've done this watch Netflix. I've smashed Brooklyn Nine-Nine about three times now, but that's it. <laughs> I remember... I've watching Ethics for Families. Have you seen that? No. no. So good, man. So good. I enjoyed the, 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 uh, the big WrestleMania watch party that we had. Oh, that was amazing. That was good. Yeah, the, that was the, class. It's just, I just, me best part of that, the best memory was just literally when the fucking Undertaker match just started. Uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I can remember being that excited about that match that I didn't actually watch that much yet because partly I was well mad with it and secondly I had to message everybody like that. Oh my God, I can't <laughs> believe this is happening. <laughs> It was. Have you watched the um the Undertaker documentary yet? No, nah, it, man. It's fucking good. Like it's a good watch. It's unbelievable. You have you started watching it, Lynch? Yeah, no, no. Nah. Oh, you you were enjoyed. I'm telling it's you, really to start watching. Keep that in mind. But obviously, with the like I was saying with the lockdown, how you've were in a decent position because you've had these singles that you've been sat on a while. So at least you can still get these out. So then. People are not that the word forget, but just so you're still at the forefront of people's minds and stuff. And uh, the last two singles that you've had, you've had quite good responses to them. That's and been like, really good, man. Yeah. What's What's that been like for you? Because obviously, each single release is different. So how is this? These two been with it being in lockdown and stuff, so you can't like play any shows to promote them or anything. Yeah, it's been it's been quite weird, man. But it was it was cool doing it for the especially for the first single where we done like the wee music video because we had the the music video cancelled. Um, it's been weird though, like because all we, all we, all we've been really having to focus on has been these like the releases and like building up to the releases. Because uh, like before lockdown was even announced, we had a video planned, um, but we're back in the studio recording like four more tracks or something as well. Because we were just finishing up doing demos, we had a couple of shows planned, and then all of a sudden it was just like, all right, all of that's been patched. Let's just try and do these singles. And it's kind of weird, man. To be honest, like I always get pure nervous and get heavy, heavy hassled when there's a new single coming out. But I've not really felt it as much with these past two for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's been a lot more laid back, like, uh, releasing them during lockdown, like, we've not had to do as much, it was good doing that quarantine video for good enough. I loved that video. It was, uh, it was, like, so easy to do compared to, like, our previous ideas that we've had, um, and I, I don't know, like, it turned out, it turned out really well, and it's just been, it's been a lot more chilled out releasing them during this time, and that was going to be, like, our main focus anyway, so... I like to say we've been in quite a good position. We're okay. Aye, we're, we're not really relying too much on like touring or shows or like recording or anything like that. We already had kind of some stuff ready to go that we were going to be focusing on. 
Yeah, because obviously, I mean, it, it, the way I'm seeing it with loads of other people is it's they're stressed with it because the only thing that they can really focus on at the minute is like single releases. So they're yeah. putting all the pressure on that. But obviously, you've got the other side of it as well, where like this is the only thing you can do. And if it does well, then that is the whole band doing well going forward. Yeah. And that, the, my favorite thing with you boys, though, is every single song that comes out nowadays, you seem to get put in some Scottish themed Spotify editorial. It's fucking good. I, I don't. I didn't realize there was so many Scottish themed like Spotify like editorial playlists. Neither did we. <laughs> I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, with the um, with obviously lockdown now, it seems like it is coming to an end. Like, what do you want to do with that? Are you going to pick back up? And, do you want to start playing show more shows before the end of the year? Or oh man, it's going to be focused on I want to. I want to absolutely hammer it. I want to be back in the studio as soon as I quickly. Want to, I want to be playing as many show. shows as possible, man. I've missed it too much. Like the thing for me is like the thing I like most about being in a band is playing shows. And like I like the recording process, and I like the writing process, and I really like practicing. But see, just shows, man. It's like, don't know, can't even describe it. So I just want to hammer that as much as I can. because right. that I think that it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot different for a while. Yeah, because everything you're seeing now, it's like people have to be six meters away from the. Is that what like, saying? The I've not really been. I've been saying I mean, to be fair, though, for majority of bands, that's nothing new to be like that far away from the singer. But, but like, it's I think it's going to be weird because you can't like they're not allowed to like jump up and down or anything either. Oh, oh really? And I don't get it's it's going to be because like with this whole crap with the pubs, everything I'm seeing is like they're not allowed music that is too loud because people have to shout over the top of it, and if they're shouting, then apparently more. <laughs> I didn't have more spit comes out of your mouth so it's a risk <laughs> and then wow. you're not allowed to like jump up and down dance or anything like that so it's it, I think it'll it'll be quite hard to adapt uh, for a while like. I, I, I think like obviously England and Scotland have got mad bizarre different oh, restrict, restrictions and but when you think of it I just like it feels like I feel like with all the new COVID guideline rewrites that come out, it's like fucking, they keep changing the goalposts. And I think when we actually get to being able to do it and go to shows again, it will just be back to normal. There's no way to regulate it. Like they can't even, no. regulate, they can't even regulate people walking in the fucking shop in a one-way system. How can, <laughs> how can they, reg- they can, and they can't regulate people crowd surfing and non-crowd surfing venues as it is. So how the hell are they going to regulate Stoughton, like say 50, 60, 100 odd people jumping up and down, throwing pints at each other. I just, I just don't see. And plus, especially with some of the venues that I've seen, like how, like, like Think Tank, how the, how the fuck do you cap that place without just, may as well just no go to it? Hopefully it is, like, when the gigs and everything come back into place, hopefully it is in a position where, like, it isn't going to be too strict, but obviously if it's for safety, then you're completely understand. But if it's... If, oh, no, I, like, I don't, like, I, what I'd... I'd rather they, they didn't like half-arse it and kid on that there's these regulations in place and just force people back to it. Because right, obviously, it, it, with this whole crack now, how you're seeing it everywhere. Like people, the main thing they want to do is go and watch a gig. So I think it could have quite a good effect on like, smaller bands who have been releasing music during lockdown because people who would have been a bit 
so so about going to see them beforehand. Now, because they've missed it so much, we'll go out the way to go and see them. I I'm hoping, I mean, don't fucking watch this space, but like, because the Glasgow music scene's like, depending on the genre, is really good. And I'm hoping that maybe as, as long as all the pop punk kind of or punk stroke, all punk vein kind of bands in Glasgow haven't died out by the time like lockdown gets lifted, they'll all band together for one big mega show. That would be good fun. But I don't, good fun. I don't want it to be like, like coming out, uh, I don't know, like pulling the curtain back, like in the Wizard of Oz, and we jump out of lockdown, like we're here, and nobody else is here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that could happen. You have no idea because there's been so many bands just packing it in recently. Well, it's hard, isn't it? Because like, obviously, like the main point of this like little podcast thing is because like I've been getting people messaging me for a while, just even asking like how they go about things so if they're just starting bands up for the first time or even if they've been in a band for a while and they're looking for more hints and tips and stuff so that's like one of the main things for me that you, people don't realise how expensive it actually is to be in a band and like how it's just nigh on impossible nowadays to even turn a profit if you're, uh, getting, if you're nah. doing well on merch they're playing live shows and stuff so that's why me and Lynch wanted to do this just so then we can get loads of other bands different opinions and like how they move forward like what strategies they put in place and stuff so like with you boys like how how do you fund the band like what do you do on the side like and work how- <laughs> work don't sleep work pump money into band work don't sleep work yeah it uh, sounds about that's, right that's, that's uh, life it's just life innit you say, uh, you say all my all my mates are getting board houses and stuff and he has me like oh I'm doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to oh. all you on Zoom. I've just moved into this lovely big four bedroom. Have you? I listen to my new tune. <laughs> how, how do you go about like planning for a tour? Even like planning to go into studio and stuff. Like, how do you do? You have like a monthly band fund that you each chip into, or is it just a case of no. like, you do Nah, it? we just we split it, man. We just split it as evenly as possible. And I don't know about the rest of them, but I just budget, 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 and struggle. And <laughs> that's it, man. You just like you do it because you love it. You don't do it because it's it's cheap uh, or oh, for whatever reason. So I, I, I we, we've always good. found a way to make it work um, with regards to like money and stuff like that. Like we've never missed out on opportunities because one has just been like, nah, that's too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're realistic about it when we're planning stuff as well. Like we look at it and we think like, right, what can everybody afford? We split it like I, five I, ways now. And then obviously we just have our own jobs and we just, we try and budget like as, as much as we can. And, Obviously, it does involve like a lot of sacrifice as well, like in our personal life, like maybe like some holidays or like some like nicer things, like Stuart said, like houses or maybe cars and stuff. Like, but um, I will literally just just budget and try and be as reasonable. You're, as we can. you're fucking at it, man. You're you have you you're doing wheel spins about the place in a well nice motor all the time. <laughs> you're actual, you're actual at it. Like, are you sacrifices and you can't get a nice car? I've been skin for four years because he so shut it. Aye, so you've aye, exactly. So fuck up. You know that five years, man. You've got an adult job. Aye, and all that. Aye, you've got a mortgage, mate. Aye, and all that. All that causes me is fucking untold terror and grief. <laughs> You're the only one in your five years with a savings account. <laughs> well, what savings account, man? The man, the man came and took it all. 
It's fucking, it is brutal, like, because a lot of people, like, I'm when I do talk to my friends about it, and just even people who aren't, like, they haven't been in a band themselves, they don't realise the amount of money it costs to even get, like, a single out. There's two, there's, there's two, there's two different types of, like, bands, like, see, like, I work with predominantly older people, so when they say, when you say to them, uh, or they say, oh, what are you doing this weekend? You're like, oh, I'm playing a gig. Their perception of a gig is you playing, like, a paid residency at like at like the local pub and you're getting paid 70 quid to like cover to make to play cover songs for an hour and a half so to them it's like oh you're in a band aye? do you want do you want to play my grandson's fucking christmas <laughs> and you're like no no i don't think you get what i mean by in a band it's there's two different types of in a band yeah no i get you with that one like First stress like a second for me income as well. Oh, like, yeah. like, oh, you must be minted during a band as well. Like, not quite the opposite. It's just it's a money, it's a money thing. I'm, I'm working 40 hours to fund a hobby. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, like, that's basically what it is, though, isn't it? Like, uh, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a, an expensive hobby with the dreams of doing it full time. That's what people don't get. It's like it's an investment. You're, you're exactly. investing. You're investing in it the new with the hopes that Graham will turn us into fucking rock stars. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're shitting on it a bit, yeah, but it is like when you do play a gig and it, like there's people there and they buy your merch and they fucking jumping up and down and stuff, it is fucking class. That's what makes it worth it, definitely. So I'm going to be sentimental as fuck and just ask, what's your fondest memories of being in one of us? Well, I uh, I'll go first then. I, uh, I think I can speak for all the worthless lads when it is when it was meeting me, obviously. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was a show we played the better days. I'm sure it was one of our first shows as worthless, but in Newcastle. And I remember seeing, I think it was three people sing the words to our songs. And that just got me, man. Like, in Newcastle, no in Glasgow. None of my pals, none of my mum and dads. Just people. <laughs> just people. Wait a fucking minute, I'm your pal. <laughs> that was beautiful. It's fucking good. Like when you see people sing the words, but it's fucking class, and it almost, it, it almost for a second it makes the thousands of pounds that you've spaffed into that single worth it. Until you go yeah. back off stage, then go check your bank account, and you like you're seeing like four hundred quid in your order. <laughs> <laughs> Worth every penny. <laughs> you know, I think, if I'm being honest, so my like my fondest memory with you, I'm sorry, Jamie, but it now I've remembered it, it, it is probably gonna have to be you dislocating your show. It was that tour that we, like me and Lynch, you can remember this probably, we, we had just played with Seaway, I think, and we, didn't, we hadn't done that well with tickets for the Think Tank headline show that we're doing on the rotating headliner. So we put tickets down to like two quid when we spotted Subway. Uh, fucking Subway. Fucking when we spotted Seaway. And at, we sold fucking loads at that gig. And then, obviously, come the time of the Newcastle show, it was fucking rammed, and it was the first gig we'd ever played where it was absolutely packed. And no, every- yeah, I, I remember that Seaway gig because I think it was the first gig we had where we had like a fresh new lineup, and um, 
I just remember, like, at that point, we're kind of, like, it felt like we really came into our own at that point. Like, everything kind of, like, the stars aligned, you know, we're finally selling tickets. We actually had, like, yeah. one fan who was like, oh, yeah, I love your music, man. Me mom. That is actually... It wasn't Graham's mom. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually my my fondest. You've actually like that is at see the the renews the the headliner with Miami Monroe think tank and use it like obviously smashed it. Obviously we we had just came down, never played Newcastle before in our lives. We boys just walking about bumping it was, and I went out for a cigarette on the balcony at one point, and my girlfriend had just texted me and was like, oh. Have have fun at your wee show and blah 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 and all this that and the next thing. How's how's the show looking? And I remember going out in the balcony with Jordan and we turned and looked and we were, there was a fucking queue and I was like, it's a queue. There's like this is like a queue. My ass collapsed. There's a real there's a real life queue. I don't think I can see a queue for anything. But that's definitely it. I reckon. I reckon mine's was probably when we were in recording, like the first tunes that we recorded with Jordan as a singer. And I remember getting to the end of the two or the three days or whatever it was and just listening to them back in these like big, massive studio monitors and just being like that, oh, these are real tunes, here we go, man. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a pure moment for me. Although, I think the, the tour that we done with THC Dreams, I did really, really enjoy the Bristol show at the end of that. And the... Aye, that was class, man. Like, because they done a wee thing where we played a modern baseball cover and we joined them, and it was all lovely and nice. And that was that was fairly busy as well, man. That was a good show. Yeah, you know, what? I've just remembered there as well. What was the crack back in the day with the Emma Bunton stickers and nice <laughs> stuff that you said? Oh, I think oh, Jamie literally okay, said it yeah. once, and we were like, "That's well funny." <laughs> Let's make Aye. that thing. I no, did Jamie want a t-shirt? Uh, Jamie just got a t-shirt made, and we all thought it was really funny. I can't even. No, do you know what it was? It was Pa between me and my my then. Well, no, no, my then. She's my girlfriend now. Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even what it was. I think we bought. I think she bought me an Emma Bunton like our first album as a pure laugh. Like here, we should listen to this, and I tried to make it my own partner by saying, "Oh." Jokes on you, Emma Bunton changed my life. And then, okay, oh, do you know what, man? I, I don't know. I've, I've probably repressed that as well. Let's not unpackage that on this or I'll start crying, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but as well, that's the fucking, was it the August tour? We all went after Rise, we went to go and get a kebab or something. And I just remember you you've always been fucking amazed at something that they were selling in the chipping i can't remember whether it was like oh man i'll tell you exactly what it was what? it was a kebab wrap it was like a kebab wrap it was like a fajita no. kebab no, was it just was it literally it. just the fact that it was a wrap oh man i was amazed that no, it's a whole no, i think it's I, I think it's the i think it's the fact that when you go to it was wrapped because we're a hoagie, we're a hoagie up here. The, the, it's in a polystyrene box, and the wrap is actually under mounds of meat and chip and sauce, and you can't, and you have to eat the majority of it Why not? to that's then just, rescue that's the just wrap. A, that's just a normal donna kebab, that isn't it? Because it's like a pit of bread. Ah, uh, but Graham, even that chips. show, even that show that we played in December, uh, down in Think Tank, man, because that was the last time. I remember coming out of Rise and 
holding that kebab like it was the baby Jesus <laughs> and just savouring it, man. Oh, it was so amazing. I honestly, so, I, I thought there was something more than that. I didn't realise it was purely just the fact it was a kebab wrap. Nah. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Do you know what? Do you know what it was even, do you know, it even like I was down in Newcastle like a couple of months after that, that uh, drag show up at the theatre. I think it's like, is that a, is it a uni that's got a theatre on it? Oh, Was it is it. it not the um because the there's that uh, is it Boulevard Boulevard, Boulevard it College uh, where it's just purely for like drag stuff? No, well, no, that's where we thought it was, but it's no. Oh, I can't even mind. But it was New, like Newcastle like Uni and North. Was it Reds? It may have been there, possibly. Because both Northumbria and Newcastle Uni have both have venues. Do you know there's there's a ticket stub in here somewhere, and when I stop talking and someone else takes over, they I'll go and find it. I'll go and fucking find it because it was a really, really, it was a really nice venue. And but after it, we ended up in was it Rusty's again. Oh, I love and, Rusty's. And, yeah, I was, I, and I was I was absolutely mad with it. And again, I was with me bird. And after it, we stumbled out and we were like, obviously we're starving because the best, that's when you know you're getting older when the best part of the night is the scran at the end. Oh, and, I, but, and I was like, she was like, oh, where's Gooder in here for food? And I was like, I fucking, I'll tell you, I'll show you a place. <laughs> and, we, and we pilgrimaged all the way to the kebab rack place. And I said, in here, you will find a kebab that is wrapped. <laughs> and she was like, "No, you're you're fucking you're fucking with me." And I was like, "No, honestly, honestly." And through these doors is kebab heaven, and we go. We, I think we got like four. <laughs> it's and, it's and, and when you get to the end and there's just that big ball of grease and you feel the heartburn and like every bite you feel it going down into your heart and you're just looking for the closest like Gaviscon. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I couldn't. I've just fucking remembered again that when we first played Glasgow and the little pizza shop over the road from was it broadcast oh, and the, yeah, they did yeah. the pizza cones oh pizza cones man that, I see that was that was fucking mental yeah, that, for that, me that. that's like the kebab wrap for us like uh, <laughs> that in a pizza, pizza, pizza cones man that's just fucking standard <laughs> I, I'm assuming it was like a rookie mistake but like I got so excited and I just took a big bite into it and I just was met with this scalding hot ball of cheese that like bombed on the mouth lava <laughs> that was the um, one <laughs> Third degree buns. It was fucking brutal. Like I'm not gonna. I had to play that whole set after it was just like all says all in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> was it broadcast? We done that first gig in. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, what was the what was the gig that we played in audio and you guys came up for as well? The one that, the was not that must it, that. That was. I'll tell you when it was. It was. It was the day before you guys announced that you were doing Slammy D. I, so I remember you being like, mind. yeah. I because I remember where we had an off day on that tour and we used it to go and we went to a trampoline park. Aye, I remember that. I, that was <laughs> that was funny. Did, we, what, what did we do something on the August? Tour? I'm sure we we're going to go do something. We promised we'd never talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> that did, we do did we do an escape room? No, I think no, we, we tried. We just tried. Right. It would, we're going to, but like. We didn't get around to it. I think we just all fucked off. That sounds about right. 
Right. That sounds about right. I just remember the absolute mess from that night out when you were all staying in my living room and I just came down the next morning and it just stunk <laughs> a fucking kebab pizza, <laughs> sweat right. oh. and wonderful. Absolutely lovely times. These are memories that you cherish. But see when you see when you like see when you actually like daily out like all the wee like adventures we've had, but actually see when people say, Oh, like what's it like being in a band is it all driving about and like drinking pints and getting mad with it and you're like, Aye, aye it is and it's fucking <laughs> and it's fucking well good because <laughs> you're gonna I, I refuse to no enjoy myself on tour because I'm like, Well, I've spent all this money I've took all this time off my work that I'll never get back. I'm fucking enjoying myself because at the end of it, regardless of what happens, I want to look back and be like, I had a bloody good time with all my best mates, Margaret, in, in a pub, some random town or city. Oh, aye. Aye. It's, it's the the main one for me where it was the most random one was when we played like when we did that show in Newcastle and it was like I think about like 150 there 200 and then we went and played um, that pub in Bolton after it oh, oh, oh god I remember that, that as well yeah that was like a backup because it was meant to be like Manchester or something and then we ended up playing Bolton and we just played to like two other bands yeah <laughs> and that, that, that was like that, that pub was the fucking land that time forgot man it was so. It was so bizarre. <laughs> fun memories, though. Oh, fun that, memories. Was it I? Was it I? And then the, were... uh, <laughs> the Yorkshire after when there was that just a massive fucking pizza hut meal. Oh, oh yeah. yes, that was good. Absolutely lovely. I'd, and everyone, when everyone fucking got on stage to sing the Sum Forty One song after as well. Uh, see that I still love watching that video the video uh, that Dodgy took of that, like, I, com- that I completely forgot all about that and then obviously I watched it on this uh, video and I thought how lovely <laughs> I just, I, the main takeaway from that though you can actually see at one point when we're all on stage singing uh, Fat Lip the microphone actually gave me a proper fucking severe electric shock <laughs> and I, I felt my lips sort of swell up so I just I immediately just handed the mic to Lynch or something <laughs> and I was like I was watching him like I wonder if he gets shot <laughs> I'm going to interject here because I found the venue where I was it was called the Nor- it was called the Northern Stage I need to know that place I genuinely I don't even know where that is like crack on, I'll just go fuck myself then. <laughs> <laughs> Continue whatever you were talking about. Well, it's well. That I think now is the lovely time. We've had that lovely little sentimental uh, little chat at the end there, but I it was absolutely lovely talking to you as always. And obviously, hopefully, the rest of twenty twenty comes down so we can focus on world domination again. Yeah. So, uh, well. You, but in speaking of, what is your main goals moving forward for Worthless? Tunes, mere tunes. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask, can you describe Worthless in three words? But I think you uh, just said. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> T wants to describe Worthless as love, laugh, love. Wonderful. Nah, do you know what, man? We want to. I want to get back in the studio. We've got these two songs that we're super excited about because they're so different to all the other songs that we've got. And then I want to be hammering shows. So by the end of 2020, we'll have played shows, released two more lovely new songs, which are totally, totally different. And 
hopefully have a new set of songs recorded and ready to go for the start of next year. Lovely. I can't wait to hear. But for anyone else now who hasn't heard of you, what song would you recommend they go and check out? Happy. Oh. Happy. I'm going to say home, man. Start at the beginning. Start at the beginning and go home. I do. I do love home. I do. That's still probably my but as well, don't forget the new single, Nook. Sorry, manager. <laughs> yes, listen to our new single. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Where, where can you find it as well, Stuart? Do you want to? Thank you for asking, Graham. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple Music. You can find it on Tinder, and you can find it on YouTube. Lovely, lovely. Absolutely spot on. Really. Now you can find it. Where you find it where everybody finds the music it's in all those good places and where can they find you on social media um, they can find us at Worthless Band on Twitter Jordan Instagram go at Worthless UK and Facebook type in Worthless without an O that's the one <laughs> <laughs> there you go it was lovely speaking to you boys you too, it was man. lovely speaking to you And there you go. That was our our chat with Worthless. Well, that was lovely. I thought it uh, went well. I do feel sorry for some of the uh, for some of the non-Scottish air listeners who maybe <laughs> just have some just trouble. any listeners in general. To be honest, yeah, I, feel, I, mean, <laughs> it's, I feel like we're going. How, how how can you put subtitles on a podcast? <laughs> uh, we'll have to find a way. For, uh, no, that that was good. That was good. Um, yeah, I think I think it's always a pleasure to talk to the worthless. worthless <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do think. Um, yeah, I'll hear what they have to say. Um, when when this whole um, coronavirus thing, the whole lockdown things been going on, I have noticed that they have tried to keep up with a lot of stuff. Aye, and um, I, I, I think it's been really good. Uh, it's definitely a band that I'd say. Yeah, not not just because. Uh, <laughs> we represent them but because I do think they are one of the best local bands going right now oh, easily the, the, I've always said that I've always said I think they're massively underrated because oh, yeah, like, ch- some of the bangers they've got are fucking class but I, I think I'm going to round up what we've got out at the minute and what we've got coming up on the walk with Roster just so then you can get a better idea of what we're doing with what with what we're doing with the whole bands and shit there. You can obviously expect a few of them on for this because obviously it's just the, yeah. absolutely like. The, but, um, I think going ahead, what we want to do is have like any band who would be interested, who has anything to say, as just an opportunity to put themselves out there, promote themselves a bit, um, get the word out there, uh, get in touch. Honestly. Um, because we'd love to have you on. Uh, it, and it's, it's not just like, I mean, I think our, our main expertise is like pop punk, stuff like that. But honestly, from... <laughs> well, hold on, speak, we're, we're, for, speak for yourself there. You've got like, the Metallica fair, theme tune there. Speak for yourself. Like, heavy <laughs> kid out here. <laughs> no, but like, I like, I mean, we can't guarantee big exposure because for, for all we know at the minute, it'll be uh, like yet, 12 listeners yet. maximum. But I am... Um, Drop a line somewhere if you fancy it. Um, just I think on socials everything is just slash like or at walk with music. Um, but I we've got coming up on the roster, um, shooting Gale have a new tune out 
in a few weeks and I I don't know if I should spoil it or not, but it's a cover of a classic and they've like reworked it into their own little version. It sounds fucking class, but I won't spoil it for them. Um, and obviously you've just got Worthless, so we've just been on with the... They've just put out their new tune, Nuke, which again, I think is a fucking banger. Um, Royals have just put there? out... Oh, sorry. Go, go on. I was, I was just going to shamelessly promote my own. Uh, we've got Autumn Fires coming out um, in a, about a week and a half now uh, with a new single. Definitely check that one out. Lovely. And like I was saying, Royals <laughs> have just put out their new single called Fairweather Friend and it's, that one is a massive, massive, massive chorus. So I... Like, Definitely, if if if, they, if this whole lockdown stuff does ease up, make sure you get all your pals round with a barbecue. That song is a proper fucking tune for the summer. And even the past few months, we've had releases that High Tail put out Sweet Tooth. That's another fucking mental summer tune. Uh, Matter of Mind put out Poison Ivy, another banger. And I Lynch. Did, haven't you just started your solo project? Is it spoken uh, word? Spoken we're word. That one. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's mumble rap. Uh, we're we're keeping that one. We're keeping that one under wraps for now, though. Uh, oh, oh shit! Sort of a run just right. I, I, I go by the um, I go by the handle Little Pepsi Diet. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really on brand for me. That's I think that's infri- infringement on mine to be honest because my rap name was going to be Big Pepsi Max, so I didn't have like. No fuck off, was it? <laughs> But you know that Pepsi's my thing. It's uh, well, actually, yeah. Uh, you can. I'll call myself Big Seven Up or something. No, no, no. <laughs> I think that's how inspired you was. I'm married now. That's mine. Oh, I, made a, I made an Instagram profile for it and everything now. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, but I, I didn't have like I. I don't know how to wrap it up. Just is I, yeah. I always, on all the podcasts. <laughs> do, you want me to I, do the outro. I, I on all the podcasts I listen to, they always say. Is it? Do you subscribe to podcasts? Do you like? Do you give them? Fi- um, you give them five star reviews, but again, I I think I'll have to teach my mom how to do that before any. If you, I, I mean, if you I want to, apparently it's apparently it's important. Um, it would be lovely. Just do it, and then here is a little <laughs> Pepsi diet with the the outro. With the outro. Okay, are you ready for this? Go on then. Bye. <laughs>